0: Yellow Jackets season two is still over, but we are just getting started celebrating it here on Posher Recaps. That's right. It is the 2023 in review podcast series where all month long PSR is looking back one last time on some of the very best shows of the year. You could check out the full series by subscribing at PoshaRecaps.com slash 2023 in review I'm Jess Sterling. Today, we're talking about Yellow Jacket Season 2, the impact it had on television in 2023, and so much more. And of course, I'm not alone. I am joined by my fellow soccer team members and lovely, lovely ladies who helped cover the show on Posher Recaps, Grace Leader and Marissa Garza. Grace, how are you?
3: Good. I think you mean fellow cannibal. Oh no! Wait.
0: I, that would wait, mean oops. I admitted. Yeah, look at yeah. look what you just did, Grace. Oh. You just admitted what we did in the forest. Oops, Marissa. That was supposed to be a secret. Secret. Don't tell anybody. Nobody's <laughs> supposed to know. It was my arm. You so <laughs> what? Oh, we didn't. We didn't wait for you to fully die. We just shot nope. your no. <laughs> arm went down. Yeah, right,
4: man. Survival technology has come a far a long way. <laughs> a long way. <laughs> I'm very proud of humanity.
0: <laughs> well, before we start talking about Yellow Jackets, we do want to remind you uh, that at the end of the month, we're going to be reeling the top 10 TV shows of 2023 as voted on by the audience of Posher Recaps. That's right. You, the audience. So make sure your voice is heard. Head on over to PosherRecaps.com best of 2023 to cast your vote and tune in on Friday, December 29th to hear what shows made the list and which ultimately emerged victorious. What do we think? I feel like Yellow Jackets could be in the running for in the top 10. I mean, I know, Marissa, I was listening to our deep dive of the season two finale today to kind of remind myself exactly what happened on the show so long ago. Um, I remember some people weren't super pleased with the finale. Do you think that it's standing in the top 10?
4: I think it could. I also think the lists like this can sometimes have a recency bias to them as well and this show as i was talking about pre-pod i was like when in time did the show happen i cannot remember when this was so that might have more of an effect than the actual content itself i think but at least for me it was one of the top shows
0: Mm -hmm. yeah we covered this way back in may grace
4: that's so
3: long ago Uh, that's the first (laughs) half of the year um I, I will say, I think to a little bit, I d- do agree. I think there's a year, I think the first year we did it, Hawkeye was like the number two show of the year, which in retrospect feels wild, but that's what happened. That's how the listeners voted.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: I think that the Yellow Jackets is buoyed by the fact that I think all, pretty much most of the elite TV this year was in the first half of the year. And we have, yeah. like, and I don't think it like coincides with the strike. Like they, the, like some stuff might've got pushed back, but like, this stuff would have already been filmed, but I do feel like right. this, the second half of the year is much weaker in terms of like shows than the first half of the year, which had like Succession, and The Last of Us, and Yellow Jackets, and Mrs. Davis, yeah. and all of this, all of this uh, good stuff.
0: Oh my God, Mrs. Davis! Who that's was right. Year, yeah, that was this yeah. year too. Yeah, you're right. No, a lot of the, a lot of the really. Things that I think were water cooler talk, right? Things that had people talking and speculating and all of that were first half of the year. So I'll be interested to see where this show lands because, of course, it is very close to my heart. We covered it season one and, of course, season two. But here we're talking specifically season two because that is what happened in 2023. And I feel like I hadn't – before I had went back today and kind of revisited some of the major plot lines of the season – I hadn't remembered just how like traumatizing it was, Marissa. Like how many moments where we were like jaws on the ground, eyes are wide. This is a completely wild moment for the show that happened in season two.
4: Yeah, it was quite the roller coaster. I had just uh, pulled up the good old IMDb to kind of like look through <laughs> like the, the the titles of all of the episodes, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, we yep. had a cult. <laughs> we had we had um a budding friendship slash romance happening. We mm-hmm. had finding out about you know certain meals. We had so many things. We found out answers to some questions, not to others. It was it was a roller coaster of a season.
0: Yeah,
3: I remember just us coming on those early pods and being like. Wow. They are just gunning it here in season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that the, I mean, you have to expect spoilers on this show. I guess this is. Yeah. I'm right. Worried. If you I, haven't I think, listened yeah. or watched
0: the show, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing?
3: I'm just going to give you like two seconds. And then I'm going to like, yeah, Jackie gets eaten in like episode two or three, <laughs> I think. And so like the show came out so quick out of the gate and it was it was on at the same time as succession and so right that's right right because yeah because there was a the
0: versus podcast it was
3: yes and early on (laughs) it felt like yellow jackets might be like you know they're 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 different shows but that yellow jackets might like in terms of like the wildness of what was happening and the and the and the, the you know the ability for us to talk about it that yellow jack was maybe pulling ahead succession i absolutely will not spoil succession on this podcast but very early on it then like there's a thing that happens that that sort of propels yeah. it i think the rest of the season whereas i think this one that like i think it's a dip in quality towards the end of the season and it's still good but they came out of the gate really hard which is actually the opposite of what i find most tv shows are doing now where they're sort of like i feel like the style of television right now is like a gradual build-up to the finale and and a lot of the finales of these television shows have been really good so no.
0: yeah i do think uh I mean, obviously, we watched our the show in kind of our own little, like, poster recaps bubble, but in reading some of the reviews and, like, general consensus, Marissa, you and I were scouring the Reddit every week for yeah. theories and everything, Um, I feel like people felt the same way as you, Grace, where it was like, people were really pumped at the beginning and they felt it was very rushed at the end of Of the season, a lot of it, specifically the uh modern storyline people felt was a little bit rushed, which there are aspects of it I would agree were a little bit rushed, but I think this is a good opportunity for us to kind of address one of our first questions, which Marissa did overcome the sophomore slump to you. Like, what how would you compare it to your to season one of Yellow Jackets? Because it's a tall order when you have such a great show for season one that was so uh forgive me, buzz 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 buzzworthy. Yeah. Then come back for a season two, and hopefully people are still on board with it.
4: I would, I wouldn't qualify season two as a sophomore slump season, but I definitely wouldn't call it like a season two climber. What, like I don't know what the like. If you're not slumping, are a you like rising? I like
0: skyrocket. Skyrocket.
4: There we go. Yeah.
0: That's it. I don't I think love it's one of those, <laughs>
4: but I do think it's like like on par with season 1. I don't think it necessarily, you know, it did have moments of slump as Grace and you were alluding to just I think um there are some things that could have been a little bit tighter, been a little bit better, but I do think that like the there was excitement throughout the entire the entire season there were questions the entire season yes we did have our like own little world of theories and you know stuff like that not everyone interacts with the show like that but there was enough conversation the entire season to me that makes me think that it did not slump but it's it's like maybe like a little like it's starting an incline it's not Mm -hmm. it's not on top of a mountain or any or in space yet but it, it, it is a little elevated from my perspective
3: I think in in my opinion, I don't know that it it I think it, there are moments that are just as good as season one. I think that um, I don't know. It has quite as many moments that are as good as season one. But the lows of season one are worse than well anything we got in yes. season two. So I think the entire Adam storyline in season one is something that we kind of like when we're talking about season one, we are not a huge fan of. And I think that overall, there's nothing that, that sort of hits that level in season two. It's like a very um, solid uh, uh, like floor for the show in season two. I believe it has it's nominated for best drama. I think a ton of the actresses um, in the show get nominated for either uh, lead and Melanie Linsky or some of the supporting roles. Um, so it's, you know, uh, the Emmys, which got pushed back to, I think February, uh, early next year. Um, it's, it's, you know, I, I was a bit surprised that it got, uh, you know, I, not that I don't think it's good, but I, I think it was, It's a little like campier and weirder than I thought maybe the Emmys um, would -hmm. have given its respect to. And yet it did get nominated for a bunch of stuff in season one and then again for season two. So um, I think the quality of the show actually maintained, even if it I think it like, yeah, that Jackie or like that episode is like as good as season one, I think. I don't know if it like consistently does it, but it's a very like solid show throughout season two.
0: Yeah, if you're watching us on, on YouTube, which you can post your recaps on YouTube if you want to find us, most of these 2023 and review podcasts should be in a playlist here. Um, I was nodding my head vigorously when you mentioned the Adam storyline because I completely agree with you, Grace. I think nothing in season two bothered me as much as like the season one Adam stuff did. So while I do think that like consistency may have been an issue with season two – and the, the a little bit of a rush in the season two storyline for the adults specifically. And I, I think the 90s storyline was absolutely top-notch. I don't know that I would change anything from that. Um, I do think that like it never hit the low lows of how annoyed I was with the Adam story in season one. So to me, that's that's a win, especially when we're introducing new characters. Well, I guess I shouldn't say new characters, but like adult versions of existing characters like there's a lot they're doing this season there's a lot they have to do and to do it in less episodes as well so whether or not you know that was a choice on whomever's part the studio who knows but uh obviously that's going to cut back on the amount of time they have to service all these individual characters and i think considering all of that i really enjoyed it and i think the other thing to take into consideration is When they made season two, they knew they were getting a season three. I do think there's a mentality, whether it's in the writer's room or whatever, where you can put things off a little bit longer. You know, you can let those question marks linger. You can let the mysteries go on for a bit longer because, you know, you're getting a season three for people to come back to. So I think that also affects the storylines a little bit. Um, but overall, I'm so very pleased with what we got and revisiting some of like the storylines and the podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, I just miss the show, Marissa. Like I miss the theorizing, not Mm -hmm. every show. I feel like lost is the last one I can really like compare it to where that got me so hyper like invested in what's going on. Is this supernatural? Is this real? You know, like it really got me invested in a way most shows don't.
4: Yeah. What does the symbol mean? Do I need to become an a- expert in copper mines? What,
0: like, mm-hmm. what yeah, is- yeah. <laughs>
4: What is going? On? It, it and it's fun to be curious when you're watching. At least for me, I like to be curious about watching a TV show. I like to learn something. I like to go down a different path. So I do. Um, you know, I don't think we have a show like that in the second half of 2023. So this was this was definitely fun. Um, and to your point about the three seasons, it does make me think of this is not a Ted Lasso recap, but the same type of thing mm-hmm. was said about Ted Lasso in terms of having set story, like knowing it was going to be three seasons and. And the pacing of that show, when you know, like, I don't know if this is three definite seasons, but if they know that there there is a a season three, there is definitely something to that. And it has affected Mm -hmm. viewers um, when that happens as well. Yeah, exactly. yeah
3: just so one thing i want to know i I was because i was looking to make sure i was right about my emmy nominations thing i actually do think it's interesting there's like a there's kind of like a significant drop in how many things they got nominated for with season two it's only nominated for outstanding drama series not only but it is nominated for that uh lead actress for melanie linsky and then casting which it also got nominated for last year it didn't win anything last year uh, but it got Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets, Christina Ricci got nominated last year. There was a directing nod and a writing nod. Uh, it got nominated for two of the episodes actually got nominated for writing. So um, there's a little bit less love for it, which I think is like wrapped up in the White Lotus kind of swooped in to the drama category instead of being in the anthology uh, category this year. So it has a little bit more competition, but yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think what I do, I, I agree with the idea that there there, there, there are murder mystery shows But there is not these, like, as many all-encompassing mystery shows. I I name-dropped the other one that I think, like, sort of, like, fits into this to a degree is is Mrs. Davis, um, I think, is, like, the other one that I think is as close as you can get, obviously made by the creator of Loss. So there's something to that. but yeah, the show is, is so fun. It it's that mystery piece and getting to play along. It's a show that is very well serviced by not being a binge show. I don't think that the show has any oh, uh, yeah. or nearly as much cultural zeitgeist mm-hmm. if it, if we don't get to like think about it and ponder on a weekly. And people get to like as you two did scour Reddit boards and for people to chat in our Discord. So I think it's like well served in in that manner. But you know, and I think that the piece that will that is such a tough thing to balance. I give a lot of like shows that are trying to do this, to do a mystery show, a lot of credit, is that it is really hard knowing that you've been renewed for season three and that you, you don't want to give everything away, but you do need to answer some things. And I, I do think where the end of the season um, and maybe the season as a whole feels less impactful than season one is season one gets to play in the world of like, here's the shock value. Here's everything that's happening. We're going to like totally have the mystery. And there isn't as much of an expectation. Like, I think there's less of an expectation to get as many answers in season one as you then maybe want in season two, while also maybe trying to add more mystery. And so that's a really tough balance that I think the show ultimately does mostly pretty well. Um, I really like the sort of, clarity we get on lottie and the way that it builds more Mm. ambiguity about lottie in season two and I actually think the casting of of older lottie is probably one of the strong points of the of the show but the casting in general it's not just that this is like a very fun mystery show but the performances on top of that mystery show are like so incredible this is such a good ensemble cast
0: yeah, I was going to bring that up when you were talking about the Emmy nominations because I think it's worth pointing out that actor Liv Hewson, who plays the younger version of Van, um, is non-binary and therefore was not did not accept an Emmy nomination because there isn't a category for them. Um, so worth pointing that, out, that they would also have I or no, they didn't put themselves forward. Is In that how that works? Consideration. Race? Thank you. Yes. So um worth pointing that out because you're so right. Like something I think that they did so well with season two was the casting for adult Lottie and Adult Van. Obviously, Lauren Ambrose, if you're if you're listening to Sick the Six Feet Under rewatch or I should say first watch podcast on pusher recaps, you know just what a gem she was as Claire in Six Feet Under and just how amazing I thought she performed as Van here. I think, you know, a show that you love, Grace Dark, is like to me the gold standard for what it is to cast um a character uh in multiple times in their life i think yellow jackets well maybe like the i mean i feel like um Shauna for me is probably the most one to one in terms of lookalikes but i think like the the embodiment of the characters is more important and i just think gosh lauren Ambrose is such a gem and i thought she d- played van so well this like Trauma, obviously, super traumatized character that always kept us guessing. Marissa, if there was one thing that I feel like I harped on in season two, was I was like, more Van, more yeah. Van and Thaisa. I need to know what the status of their relationship is. Like, what is happening with them? What is going on with Van? She is the one who, if if people don't remember, and I understand if you don't because it's been a long time, um. Van is kind of the reason that they do this whole ritual at the end of the season where they're going to pull cards and decide who's going to get sacrificed. She's the one who's kind of in with Lottie or seems to be buying what Lottie is selling or like, a, I guess, like a quote unquote believer, if you will. Um, well, because she has cancer. she like,
4: and, yeah. and she also remembers her experience with Lottie in, in the past. And I think she was also sort of like wavering on that line when they were back in the 1990s um timeline and so she's like well what else do I you know like what else do I have and we still don't have the full picture of what happened in the forest to know how powerful Lottie actually is you know we don't know that and maybe she does and so I think it makes a lot of sense in like from a van perspective where she's like okay Like, this might have worked once before. Like, do we think that she's going to be cured because of what happened?
0: It seems like that's a big thing, Grace, that we talked a lot about in season two was, like, the bloodletting and how whenever there was, like, a sacrifice that the wilderness demanded, uh, usually as as a result, a good thing happened, right? Like, oh, a bear wanders into into our camp now we have meat it's like there always was okay something or someone bleeds and then a good thing happens so do you think that's what's gonna happen in season three
3: yeah i do think uh i um, i mean so this this does weigh into like a topic of conversation which you have on uh the the agenda jess which is like the supernatural versus uh re- reality of of what's happening and how much is coincidence and how much is it actually supernatural and i'm trying to remember because i didn't rewatch the show um uh, before we did this so whether or not has there been anything that we can outright confirm is supernatural i don't think so right i don't
0: everything has yeah, always right? been very like I-, I feel like the 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 biggest thing in my mind that felt supernatural was when we we are kind of in the perspective of like some weird being that is like floating around through yeah. the camp and inevitably knocks the snow onto Jackie's body, which is what causes it to s- steam cook. Uh, that to me felt the most supernatural of anything we've seen. I don't think they I, I love that they've never really confirmed one way or the other with most of these things, which they fall on. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think at some
3: point you do have to do it, but I, but I think that there's a way in which with you, when you never confirm it is basically confirming that it's not with the option, obviously that it, it could happen. I mean, the, the piece here that we like haven't really mentioned is that, uh, I mean, as good as the cast is, it does seem like Juliet Lewis will not be in season three. Yeah, right. um, She dies at the end of the season. And that to me, um, you know, I do think, think that i'm i'm pretty disappointed that she won't be on the show and i don't think i want to lose anybody but but her i think it'd be interesting to maybe see yeah if like van's cancer is is cured and it's because um you know um nat died um yeah i don't know i i i would prefer them to stick to the Never give us a real answer, and yet these these things that can be considered coincidences, or there can be other logical reasons for them to happen. I'm more inclined, I think, to enjoy that, and and the and the symbol obviously in the tree being something that like there are people, you know, somebody has put that there, or whatever. Uh, we've talked about like whether time travel is possible in the show. I, as much as I do like the supernatural elements being in there, I like that they you still can't actually confirm them, Um, I think, more than anything. But again, the show will tell us what it is, and if it ends up being that, like, yeah, no, here's, like, a literal demon who's, like, (laughs) you know, offering the deal for the blood sacrifice. So that's what the show is.
4: I feel like um, it gives us a good, this is, I'm going to get a little esoteric as I can tend to do, Um, but, like, that's what humans had to do, right? Like, they're living alone in the middle of When we first, the first humans, and then they see something and have to come up with a reason why this thing happened. And then, you know, so I think it speaks a lot to, and like the power of the human mind. And then also, if you look at it through like a 2023 lens, the power of the human mind, like, what are we seeing? What connections are we making? What are we believing without fact behind it? It's a really interesting show to be happening Right now, and so I too also like the absence of an answer here. And if there was one, when it comes to supernatural, I kind of feel like it might be a little bit of of a letdown in that way because yeah. this is something that they all created to together and did together.
0: That's so fair, Marissa. Like there certainly could be an aspect of unreliable narrators, right? When they're all just uh basically experiencing trauma together and trauma bonding over all of this how good are their memories of actually what what happened and is what we are seeing tr- true like the undeniable um you know objective truth or are we seeing their perspectives on what went down out there so long ago yep i i love that aspect and i would be thrilled if if, like Grace said, we never find out the answer between realism and supernatural, obviously certain things we're going to need, like, some sort of confirmation on. I'm thinking, like, the symbol, right? Not necessarily what the symbol means, but where did it come from? Is it shaped, like, right? Are there minds? Like, we we talked about this to death, Maris, on the podcast. Like, what could it possibly mean? Obviously, we're going to need an explanation, but it could be a mixture of both things which is what i think the show does one of the high watermarks for me of this show is just like the amount that they're able to play play that line (laughs) ride that line of supernatural versus realism whatever's going on with ty right and her like her little dark passenger Issa who comes out Mm -hmm. like we have no idea and i really love that i don't i don't necessarily always need an answer i don't need a diagnosis you know i i like sometimes to be able to sit there and Something that is for certain in this season of the show is that we get one, not one, but two instances of cannibalism, which was wild. And as Grace pointed out earlier, Marissa, it was like right away we're eating Jackie. Like Snacky is here, (laughs) Munch Munchin'. It was a glorious episode. It was a really hard episode to watch, but I thought they did it. The way they did it was so genius where they had that like Interspersed like Greek feast, yeah, uh, Greek goddess feast, mixed in with like the real nitty gritty, bloody, gross cannibalism.
4: Yeah, I'm always like concerned when. Well, I'm always concerned about cannibalism, cannibalism but I'm in always- your everyday life. <laughs> yeah,
0: it just you know,
4: you never <laughs> just know. Just, Grace had her arm eaten. Yeah, I and mean, you're like, <laughs> it's come on,
0: that's true. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs>
4: But I just think, like, whenever a show deals with a topic like that, you never know how it's going to be portrayed. And I think they really leaned in with this. And then that one scene where they, like, go to the mall. Yeah. Like, they play with the fantasy aspect of it. And that, I think, makes it... This is a pun intended, a little bit more digestible for me because it's not necessarily something very literal that I have to watch. I was a little concerned about that. I'm glad they they leaned into the to the fantasy of it all. I also, this is also going to be really weird. I always was weirded out about talking about this on the podcast too, but like the cooking methods, I enjoyed the variety
5: mm. of,
4: <laughs> of cooking methods. It was, there was like a creative- yeah you know Mm -hmm. aspect to it one was by happenstance and they took it as a sign the other was quite deliberate in in how it does and like what does that mean and how how do you get from you know steam to steak Um, so I I, I enjoyed cannibalism I enjoyed like them having that as part of the storyline in the season
3: yeah, I mean, I we-, we know they we know they do it, right? So, in uh, season one, it's like the I think it's like pretty close to the opening shot of the show It's like yeah. they're eating a body. So, you know, I love the way they lean into it. I love the like yeah Greek feast that they're having. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know that um a lot of them have talked about I believe the interview with um, uh with one of the cast members they talk about uh is a jackie fruit uh is what they call yeah it jackie fruit because yeah, mm-hmm. they, they had to eat. eat-
4: fruit. Yeah. yeah
3: so um yeah but i just i i think that was so cleverly done in this way that I, you you must to a certain degree you know it, people who have been in situations like this before like you know like on boats and things and, and where this happens is like there you you have to try and rat, you have to rationalize <laughs> oh, it in some when way this happens. <laughs> you haven't heard of it there definitely is yes like i'll google yeah. it
4: i'll google it
3: yeah it's just not like an entirely like you know, uh, you know, uh, unknown thing of like you know what he's you- not expecting it. That's all
4: I believe. Yeah, it.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, I agree. There has to be a way in which you can make it right in your in your head of like, oh, the wilderness. Provided they want us to do it, and uh, I love that in both instances of of Jackie and Javi, um, that it is like the person closest to the the person who is going to be eaten must give like permission almost like it's like theirs is the first they get the first right of refusal to like to, to chow down it's like shauna with jackie and um and it's uh javi's brother travis travis that's his name uh with javi and i love that because it is very it's like ritualistic in the way obviously very much with with javi and that they uh, pull cards and they hunt nat and unfortunately the wilderness takes hobby instead um but it it begs the question marissa Javi dies with a lot of unanswered questions yes. yeah where was
4: he going what was he doing he was, was in he his little to? his
0: little tree hobby hole where was he
4: what about the man with no eyes like was that like remember oh, when we, remember when no we eyes. thought we thought that Javi was the man with no eyes um there <laughs> So many things. But yeah, he has a lot of questions. And I don't think that those questions are unanswered lazily. Like, I think they will come into play few- as as it goes on. It's going to be a little bit more difficult now that Nat isn't in the modern day storyline. Because right. I feel like she would have like a drive to continue finding out those questions. But maybe in the the 1990s, we will see some answers to those questions. because. I gotta tell you, if I was stuck alone in the woods with a bunch of people and we're eating people, uh, I'd probably want to distract my mind with all of the questions that Javi has right. left open for me.
0: Yeah, that's fair, Grace. I feel like the death of Javi was very significant, in my opinion, mostly because of how it affects Natalie and Travis and how it ultimately leads to Natalie's death in the modern day, because she felt responsible for his death and never really felt like she could fix it. She felt like it was her fault that he was taken instead of her. It was her card that was pulled. And so she kind of sacrifices herself to save Lisa. Um, and so obviously we're not going to be hanging out with Nat much in the in the modern day. But being that we still have so much time to fill in the 90s in the wilderness. And it seems like the coach might be hanging out in the same little Hidey hole that Javi mm-hmm. was ex- escaping to. It's certainly possible we could get some answers on on that stuff.
3: Yeah, I think that the one of the things I think when you lose somebody else from the in in that time period, there's also the thing of like it removes some of the mystery. Not the mystery, but th- you know, the other person everyone thought Javi could be was Adam. Uh, yes. like oh my gosh, uh, yes. There's a lot of uh, Javi is Adam theories going on. Um, And so there is a a smidge of like it takes something off the board in terms of a thing that can be revealed like in the modern day setting um, where actually I feel like there is kind of like less mystery. We're more playing in like um, we don't know entirely what happened and we know like they're upset with Lottie, but also like, you know, um, Nat is the one whose card gets pulled right in the in the in that Mm -hmm. uh, thing and then Mm -hmm. she ends up dying in the in the modern day but but these these pieces of um uh we're more playing in like how it affected them i think uh, marissa one time you said like this show is basically like what if your what if your high school experiences came back to haunt you but in like (laughs) turned up to the extreme and i think it's so true and so so much of like the modern day stuff i mean there was certainly more of it last season when we got um like all of misty's uh shenanigans that are going on that are like you know she's actively creating new problems in modern day and we sort of end up there this season with more of like the cop stuff and them tracking down what's happening with adam etc etc but when you like when you kill javi off in the in the past it then removed the ability to like pull that card out um in in the future uh, Mm -hmm. uh time which i don't know necessarily like how much like javi being around in the future time but and then there's also the thing of like yeah, a bunch of these people probably have to be eaten. I guess I, I'm wondering, like, I know this is more like future speculation, but how many of these people do you expect to be? And the and the way that it was not a red shirt who got eaten at the end of season two is wild. Yeah, <laughs> there's still yeah. plenty of
0: red shirts, I think, right? They added a few this season. Crystal being one of them. She's now gone. Uh, Thanks to also Misty. Uh, Misty is killing, killing, killing even a lot eaten. of people.
4: No. She just well, falls she, off. The, she, she gets she killed. Might,
0: right? She yeah. might a wilderness freezer. Could be like right. wilderness animals to eat her cuz would they go back and they can't find the body, right? Like Misty tries right. to find her body, she can't find it. It's like right. well, did hobby steal it and eat it? How how did he sure. survive out there? Um yeah, certainly. Certainly there are still plenty of of red coats to go around uh for munching on uh because we do still have like they're basically halfway through their time in the wilderness currently. Um, before they're going to get rescued. So that's a long time. I mean, obviously when it warms up, hopefully they can hunt properly, uh, you know, animals. Um, But, but yeah, it's really interesting where we, we leave off because the other big, I don't know that it's a question in, in my mind. I feel like it was fairly obvious, but the, the fire that happens where now we know, okay, they're not even going to have a, like a, a shelter. They're not going to, yeah, they don't have a roof over their heads at the start of next season, I mean, it certainly seems, Marissa, like they were setting it up to be Coach Ben that started this fire, um, because uh, in case anybody forgot, basically, he comes back, sees Javi's dead body, and is like, the heck has been going on out here? Like, Nat, come with me. Come hide away with me. We'll be okay. And she's like, I'm one of them. I'm terrible, too. Uh, Did uh, Marissa, what do you think? Was it Coach Ben that set the fire? I think, I mean, I can't
4: think of anyone else thought it was it could be yeah so unless it's it's a
0: supernatural thing which it could you know
4: which it could be um but it was a very interesting way to end the season in that in that storyline because talk about questions yeah what are they going to do i know there was in season two we also had like the factions of like the nat followers and the lottie followers and you know science versus not um Spirituality type of thing happening there, and so I wonder if because there isn't like a common shelter, if there, if we will see that in in the future. But in terms of like the fire itself, like what a way to reset the board. I think it has to be Coach Ben. I think he will run or will not be there if he has. I can't remember if he was at the end of the the season or not.
0: I want to say he was. We saw him in the little hidey hole.
4: Then I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then everyone will. That'll be like the search. Like instead of "Where's Javi," it'll be like "Where's Coach Ben,"
0: type of yeah. thing. But he's um, he's not as much meat now that he's missing. Yeah. one leg. you yes. know. Agreed. You can't. It's, Agreed. it's not like Thanksgiving where you could be like, I call I call one of the legs. It's like well.
3: Well, you still could, but it's, it's one only on one. one
0: of them. Yeah. yeah. I I well, the like more like it's not just the whole. He didn't
4: cut his whole leg off. The whole leg like from the hip down that's right true. so there's still stuff there
0: and he's the biggest person out there like in terms of like mass right like he's in a he's a fully formed adult so yeah. anyway sorry go ahead grace
3: no i you know the fire thing i like almost like forg- i very much forgot it happened and like I, I i don't hate the idea of like removing the um you know the shelter for them and having them like start of like you know is a real big jeff props in the modern day of survivor move to be like mm-hmm. uh, you gotta start from scratch at the merge uh or i guess at like uh the final five or whatever um it's not the most exciting thing i mean i, I is that is that where we leave the the full season do you remember this jess or is it like is it actually um nat's it's- death
0: I wanna say we might we might leave the story in the modern day that it's like fire and then Nat's death modern daytime. Um but it's certainly like the very end of the 90s storyline. Right.
3: Yeah, I'm I i do not know that I'm like f- super excited about like oh the shelter got burnt
0: out. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, think like it, most, I think what I think yeah. what it's most interesting, I think what makes it more interesting is that Are they going to know it's – if it is Coach Ben, I should say, are they going to know it's him, and will they want to retaliate? And on top of that, to Marissa's point, are factions going to develop as a result of, like, this added stressor of now we don't have a place to live?
3: Do you know what? Maybe I'm just jaded because I remember coming on and being like, we don't really know it's Coach Ben. So I was like, no, no, we very clearly saw it was Coach Ben. So I'm pretty sure we, like, actively see – and if I – if someone (laughs) – and not someone on the podcast i believe it was like somebody else be like hey no we saw it was coach bed so well that he's was like not he's coach- standing
0: outside and he's like watching them through the window and then we see him grab like like wood and something else which is why we and like rope maybe uh, basically things that, to start like, a fire.
4: that one meme with that girl who sets the house on fire and then looks back like i just yeah. think of that as like no, coach that's
0: ben, ben. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's really interesting. we'll have to see what where that kind of leaves the the 90s crowd. I think that like I don't know, I've always been a little bit more fascinated by the the 90s storyline and I think it's uh one it's it's set in the 90s and I think it's really interesting to watch teenagers who the vast majority are non-male um interact together and kind of have to form their own rules and laws in the middle of the wilderness. I find it like endlessly fascinating. So I'll be interested to see what happens from there, because to your point, Marissa, when you talked about the like Lottie versus Nat of it all now, it's, it's kind of, they're all seemingly one mind, right. Where Lottie has like appointed Nat as like the, the first se- seemingly antler queen mm-hmm. and Travis might have problems with the fact that they ate his brother he also really? did it. Yeah, <laughs> He also did it. So I don't know. I don't know how cohesive this group is going to be. Um, considering, uh, you know, Shauna's doesn't seem that happy that Nat got appointed antler queen instead of her. She's the one who deboned the body.
4: Yeah. I just think when you take something big, like a shelter away from a group that I think is only being held together by the shelter itself, it's mm-hmm. going to lead to some interesting diversions.
0: Yeah. Back to belt
3: soup. I- i think that for me though i think that the thing is, is like i i think we already knew that there was going to be like conflict and so it's like i guess we're getting the thing that is going to cause the conflict but i'm not yeah. super by it as opposed to one of my favorite things that happens at the end of the show is uh in season two is Walt killing kevin tan yes and yes. the reason why yes. i think that that is so interesting is because we thought walt was actually like gonna like turn misty and he was actually on the hunt for misty and the fact that he like covers it up for her but misty is also going to be dealing with the death of nat and nat was dating kevin tan and so like the idea that like those two are dead and it's like they're wrapped up in the whole thing i think is like so much fun from a character perspective and and yeah so i'm super intrigued by uh walt and misty uh specifically misty because i think misty was a uh the breakout star of season one i think that the like both in the, I really love the scene with Crystal. I think it's like dark and demented mm-hmm. the way I love in my television, which she just yeah. is like tells her about the trans spawner. And then when she like, Crystal freaks out, she's like, Well, I'll just push you off this clip. This clip. Yeah, whoopsies. Uh, it's amazing. We know how evil she is, so totally tracks. But I thought that like modern day Misty is the most, maybe the most interesting thing on like the show period uh and the best character on the show and i feel like that's like that gets a bit diminished in season two in a way that i'm hoping that there's a lot more room for her to i don't know be a pretty pretty wild character in season three now that uh she knows that that Walt did this and does she know that walt does it i guess she doesn't i don't know if she knows that uh but, she, but nat i don't being know she dead.
0: explicitly knows because right. a lot of stuff were, was going on at the end of the season with like nat's death so i don't think that he had a chance to tell her yet um anyway whatever happens
3: yeah whatever happens there and then also the fact that you can be dealing with the fact that her best friend is is dead
0: yeah well By her own
3: real, hand.
4: that's like yeah, the house right. like nat was her home in the modern timeline so having not disappear from the her world is right. she
0: gonna, basically keeps killing her besties it, yeah. you know one on purpose one by accident we've but... all
3: accidentally killed our best friend <laughs>
0: <laughs> well because we're already on the topic let's talk about what we already know about season three as i said before we knew it had been renewed it got renewed before season two even premiered way 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 back in december of 2022 um obviously since then we've had a massive the biggest uh, hollywood strike which inevitably is going to delay it what what i had read was like when the season 2 got greenlit It was like the same time of year. So, and it took until like March for us to get it. Obviously we're going to be waiting much, much longer. Mm. Hopefully we'll get it in 2024 in general. Um, but, and the other thing we, we know is that we've been in the wilderness in the 90s storyline for about 10 months, meaning they have about nine more months to go until they're rescued. That's how much time they have to fill. Obviously probably not all in season three. Hopefully there's another season or two to go. Um, but that's how much time we have left. What we don't know is, I don't, I have no idea if we're getting Elijah Wood in season three. I seriously hope we get Walter back because I feel like Marissa, there are a little bit of there's some loose ends I'd like tied up on his storyline, mm-hmm. and obviously, so obviously, getting to watch Christina Ricci and Elijah Wood together on screen is something we would all very much look forward it's to. A gift, yeah. So I hope he returns. Yeah, yeah. I hope he. Yeah.
4: no yeah yeah, i hope he returns i i think my biggest question for me is if he doesn't return will with that result in the time jump in the modern Mm, timeline or time something i think they gotta
3: you gotta bring him back i think i don't think you leave that story there uh without making sure that he's signed on for multiple seasons i think if he died he's not coming back i think the, the fact that he is alive can i tell you a story about elijah wood that i it's very embarrassing for me personally
4: which Does is that, have to like, be with boats because i don't want to hear about elijah Wood.
3: <laughs> hey yeah search up the customs of the sea marissa that's uh yeah um so i was watching some youtube clips and an interview popped up with elijah wood and i was like wait he's not british <laughs> And then I, realized, I learned that Elijah Wood. No, do you know what it was? I was watching uh, the Adventures of Huck Finn, the movie that he's in as a child, and I was like, yes. "That's a really good American accent that this uh, <laughs> that this young British boy has." And then I like look up and I'm watching these like these like news interviews. So I had to message my friend the entire time. He thought he
0: was British.
3: Yeah, I thought he was British. I don't know why. He has a very British-looking face. I think. Uh, And his name is kind of is Elijah Wood. I don't know. if Elijah Wood. Yeah, Yeah, I can
0: see it. Elijah Wood. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't
3: know. I thought he was British. Turns out he's like he's from just like Iowa. What the hell? Iowa, the Britain of America. I think think New England is, but you
0: know, the best is that like grace is the person who knows actors and actors (laughs) names and like all of that stuff. And I'm the one over here. Who's like, Oh, they were in that thing, you know, like that, that movie, you know? And so I'm, you know what, Grace? I'm so happy that this happened to you because it makes me feel better about is <laughs> My friend is
3: a huge one of the breaks. like, "What? He's not British?" He's like, "No, <laughs> he's not. He's very American.
4: Very yeah. American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's it's incredible. Like, that just speaks to his acting prowess. You know, like, yeah, you believe. Yeah, I'm yeah. always yeah. I was like, what a good American accent this guy's got.
0: <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> Well, I really do hope he comes back for season three because I'm not ready to give up Misty and Walter yet. I loved their dynamics so much um, that I would be absolutely fascinated to see uh, more of Walter. I'm really interested how the Yellow Jackets move on from Nat's death. I think like, I don't, it's so interesting, especially because when Lottie leaves, she says something like, It's all it's in you or it's in all of us or basically you'll see. And I think she kind of pointedly looks at Van, which is, again, like Van's cancer story will be really interesting to see how that all shakes out. And very obviously something that I felt like they did not give enough time to in season two is Van and Ty and Mm -hmm. how that's all going to shake out because – There's something going on with Van more than like the secrecy about the cancer and everything. There is something there that I feel like I'm intrigued by both from the the 90s perspective of like her being like Lottie's sidekick, but also the modern day perspective of Van and what is going on with her, right? Like it's just, I feel like she has more secrets, you know, in there, Marissa. There's just something there. Oh, yeah.
4: She's got her secrets. And I don't know if Ty knows those secrets and i think that that like because van knows all of ty and isa's secrets at Mm -hmm. least most of them um as much as she did when they were together and so like i think it would be interesting if van had like a similar type of situation and how that can play out yeah but there's definitely more to we why was she isolated why did she start her her uh be just a rental place. Like what you know, we we kind of meet her at this point with which generates a lot of questions. So there's definitely more to her storyline and I'm I'm hopeful we get to see it. The the storyline that I I thought was like I I was like
3: so hooked on to it as like a thing that was important is the night that um uh Van and Taisa are like they see each other again and ty goes into like you know her alter ego mode and they seemingly have this like n- night of doing something and i thought that was going to come back and be revealed that we get a flashback of what they did that night um that potentially van was more in con- like can control taisa and, and use this alter ego we don't get any of that but i do think yeah i'm i'm super intrigued by the relationship and hope that that is one where i feel like they what they gave us was so minimal but it's so intriguing um and so the the fact that we haven't got more i think is disappointing but then i'm like okay well yeah but obviously i'll come back <laughs> so you'll give me more obviously so do you think yeah, that large-
4: roses is british i'm just checking yeah i think <laughs> yeah, i thought they were all british <laughs> boy i'm melanie linsky Eat me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: melanie linsky actually melanie linsky does have a really fabulous american accent because she she a, he's, she's she's uh, a kiwi right she's yeah, from new she- zealand yeah. so yeah. uh she's yeah. a kiwi she's kiwi i'm so sorry to every anyone and literally everyone and everyone i'm just sorry in general um but yeah I'm
3: i <laughs> <laughs> except to elijah wood <laughs> yeah.
0: just to elijah wood um let's get into some superlatives there's gosh like there's so much here to love but I, i've narrowed it down to just a few little categories mm. maybe uh that we could talk through so for season two i have who's your mvp and who's mm. your lvp uh is not going to be easy, right? There's oh, the two.
3: LVP is very easy. It's okay. cop. It's cop, dude. Oh, these... Sir, sir,
0: sir Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. He's who manipulates the LVP. a teenager? Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. that's true. True. at one hobby. point
4: that was also Javi? That's right, also Javi.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: clear, clear LVP on my <laughs> end. Yeah, yeah. I, although I love the actor, but. Yeah, but
0: he yeah, he, he, yeah, he plays well. a really yeah. terrible character. This is fair. I feel like universal, just unanimous yeah. lvp for him. MVPs, though. A lot Ooh. of options.
3: I'll I give it to Nat. I think like there's not an opportunity to do it. So it's a little bit of like a sympathy potential. I guess there is because there's like young Nat, but uh yeah. specifically like for Juliet Lewis, if she's not returning to the show. Uh I really love her storyline of like going to confront Lottie and then like hanging out there and trying to like figure it out but then also maybe like benefiting from it and having the relationship with um, Nicole Main's character who I'm struggling to remember Lisa. that. Lisa. Lisa, I really love that so I'll give mine to to, to Nat. It's mostly okay. for adult Nat but this is the great thing is that you basically you give, give two for one, one. one deal. Yeah. It's
0: BOGO baby! Yeah. <laughs> Marissa, what about you? Uh,
4: I could see that. I also enjoyed that Juliet Lewis put a goldfish in her mouth. Oh and- yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> stop that was so great <laughs> so we got a lot of great moments and she had to like confront some of her own past and it, it just was a really nat rich season so i could see that but to add to the conversation uh i think i would choose part of me wants to say jeff just because it was so silly oh, <laughs> oh, how, we, have not- how have we not talked about jeff
0: Wow. <laughs> Jeff and Walter was not a yeah. pair we, we knew we needed, but we yeah. definitely needed.
4: Yeah, they were really, really good. I don't know if they're MVP. I want to get my heart wants to give it to Van for showing up and stirring yeah. things up. And so so that's what I'm gonna go with.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give mine to Shauna. Uh yeah. specifically, I thought Sophie Nelise like yeah, uh, oh
4: just yeah, just oh yeah, the yeah, baby that the baby.
0: I just, like, the amount that these young actors are, I, I, they're just, they're all stars. Like, every single one of them, I was so impressed by. Obviously, Jasmine Savoy Brown just, like, blow by, blows my mind in general. Like, she was one of the ones who I was only, almost like, mostly familiar with, besides, you know, I didn't really know the rest of them. But Sophie and Elise as teen Shauna, specifically in the birthing scene, that is not an easy thing to have to act Especially when you're the age that Sophie is, especially if you haven't gone through like a a given birth in general, right? Like I can't imagine what are you pulling from, you know, to have those emotions. I thought she was, she's seen a lot of grace. Um, (laughs) I thought she was absolutely incredible and I really love what they did with Shauna's character again, specifically in the nineties. But like, am I, not, am I going to miss out on an opportunity to praise Melanie Linsky as well? Like, absolutely not. I thought Shauna is just like hands down the most interesting character. So I got to give it to her. Sha- yeah.
4: Shauna's relationship with her daughter in season two was really interesting and in how she told her like what was going on. Everything. And then, yeah. Like- Okay. Yep. Like, hey, we, we at one point we thought she was going to kill her daughter because they went out to the middle of nowhere and just no being able to like yeah. not know where this character is headed is really something special. Yeah,
0: Callie, I think I might give like most improved to to be honest because I mm. really didn't care for her character in season one, and I thought like the generational trauma and how they kind of handled that in season two was really interesting. Specifically, the Jeff and Callie stuff was really strong. I remember really enjoying. Having that conversation where Jeff tells Callie that, you know, your mother had a baby out in the wilderness. It didn't make it blah, 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 blah. Like that was really mm-hmm. powerful. So most improved, I think goes to Callie for me. I didn't even put that on here as a category, yeah. but I'm going to shout her out for it. Well, I do.
3: I do like that you, you give your point to Shauna. Cause I do think sometimes like the lead actress role, the lead actor, like the, the lead, lead role um, can sometimes get overlooked. They often are like, can be a little bit more boring because they're supposed to be like the, the. You know, the Spring point of view character of yeah, yeah for for the audience and and they're a little they can be a little bit like toned down and Shauna's just not that. And so I do appreciate Shauna getting some love mm-hmm. in the voting here. Um I don't know if there's any yeah, I would agree with here that Callie's probably the most the most improved. I mean, uh uh correct me if I'm wrong. This is a thing where like, you know, I've not watched the show in a long yeah, time. I'm it's gonna say I but doesn't do anything nearly as bad as she does in season one, I believe. She doesn't kill a dog, she doesn't she's not like creeping out her child outside of the window. Case for most improved. She does literally leave. She literally does like abandon and she gets in a car crash with she her She like wife.
0: abandons her family. Yeah. Who's in the hospital. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. She well. abandons her wife who's in the hospital like in a coma. So that's not great. Yeah. Also cheats on her wife. Yeah, I was going so to say and then not, also.
4: Not, yeah. Not my
0: favorite. No, uh, like,
4: uh, like, but it's with
0: Van and they're in way. true love. So yeah. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the past. She has past. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, of- it
4: was just like physical to emotional, I think on on Thaisa's front.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um best death in the show. We no there's boy. a lot of death this season. So there's like plenty of truth from. We have like Crystal falls off a cliff, uh Javi drowns uh in the freezing cold water. Like we got some options for most for best death. I, I mean, Jackie died already, I guess, so she doesn't really count. She died last season.
4: And we have police dude
0: yeah, Kevin Tan.
4: Kevin Tan. Kevin Tan.
0: He did. I, I think
3: it's probably, I mean, it's not best death, uh, but most like, impactful death, I maybe. Mean? Yeah, it's gotta be Nat, I think, right? Like it's it's oh. that's huge, right? Like they yeah, killed off the Julia. Julia. I was yeah.
4: gonna say Javi was the most impactful for the characters. Hmm. But for like me as a viewer, yes, not having Juliet Lewis and having the character of Nat yeah. gone to the modern storyline is yeah. going to be something I'm not yeah. gonna know what to do with. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Nat stuff is obviously, like, huge in terms of not having the actor Juliette Lewis and, like, the character of Nat. However, we still get Nat in the 90s timeline. Yep. So I guess for me it's, like, Javi's death was so big because it was, like, a hunt and on purpose. Like, Nat died by accident when misty is trying to kill lisa Mm -hmm. whereas javi it was like nat leave him or it's you like the wilderness chose him and i feel like that impacts our characters for like generations and like you know decades and i don't know his death was so brutal also because like he's such a little baby gem you know he's just a little baby javi yeah little hobby. that's fair yeah little javi Um, next one I have is best new addition to the cast. So we have, or like, best new character. You know, uh, I have Walter, we got Crystal slash Kristen, adult Van, adult Lottie, we have Lisa thrown in there. Uh, Syracuse, I'm not putting because obviously we're not picking him because he sucks. Um,
4: Remember when we thought Crystal wasn't real? Remember that? That was also Uh a thing.
0: I Uh always thought she was real. (laughs) I never believed those theories. I was like, no, people are responding to her. What's that girl's name? Is it Mari? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah I'm like she spoke to her <laughs> <laughs> marissa what do you think do you have a pick for Destiny i Edition?
4: i mean i have to say walter i think he brought you know a lot to my viewing experience you know he's elijah wood i can't Between that and the, but the also, like, it would be a tie for me between Walter and adult Lottie, because those are two, like, heavy hitting actors coming into the storyline and seemingly, like, seamlessly fitting in and bringing so much to it. And we already talked about how Lottie brought, or, sorry, adult Van, adult Van brought so much to the story and has so many more questions. And we already don't want Walter to leave. So adult Van, adult Walter, they were all good really hard because, like, Adult Lottie was also very intriguing Every, and brought a so lot exciting. of, like, a lot of different questions. I'd say on that list, I don't know Lisa, maybe not so much, but she also added a lot to the story for
0: Nat. It was all, it was all good. She was like a young Nat, right? Yeah, like she was like Nat saw herself and Lisa, so they're all they're all excellent. And uh, what about comedy? I don't really have an answer. I'm sorry. Five what about way UK, the, five uh, way tie? Five way tie. The the foremost Elijah Wood. Fan president of the elijah
3: wood fan club obviously that's right. that's right um yeah i mean i you know i mean this is such a competent answer but they all serve their own per- like they all like the five yeah. of them all fit into their role so well like walter with misty chris crystal with misty uh adult vanilotti and then and lisa with nat like it's it's so good I have a fondness for Lisa um not just because uh you know this is Nicole Mann she's a trans actress uh being on this like uh this TV show uh, she gets stabbed in the
0: hand like that. Oh that uh, was so great. Uh, for and yet the they fork, still right?
3: Yeah, and they still bond um and uh, and then we got to interview uh uh Nicole Mann. So that was um, so exciting. Yeah, yeah. I got I think I got I got to put my love towards Lisa, but they're all good. That's a strong category. No. Yeah,
0: I'm currently rewatching Six Feet Under, and Lauren Ambrose is just like Sweet. so phenomenal. And what what I was most impressed by is Marissa. You kind of mentioned it about like season one. The the older and younger versions of these characters, the actors that play them, got to sit down and kind of talk about how they were going to portray these characters. I feel like uh, adult Van and adult Lottie, those actors had a much harder job where they had to watch season one's versions of their characters and adapt themselves to fit those established characters. And so to come in as an adult version of Van and for me to immediately and obviously like physicality uh, aside from that, like just Immediately feel like that is what an adult van would act and look and seem like. I was so impressed, and so I have to give it to Lauren Ambrose just because, like, cause she's such a freaking star. Like, you could, she just looks like she's been traumatized. <laughs> just, I thought she did such a good job. Um, I love all these characters, Crystal, I, uh, Crystal and Misty, I ten out of ten. I just, I love so them great. so much. They were so cute. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I gotta, I gotta give it to Lauren Ambrose because she's just. Incredible.
4: And then when Missy like
0: tries to tell
4: what happened. Yes, I'm gonna have to rewatch this. This is making me rewatch it.
0: Isn't it? Isn't it gonna <laughs> it's making me want to rewatch the whole series? Um all right, let's go to our next question here, our next superlative, where Marissa, you and I we theorized so much on the podcast. I had to throw in what's your favorite like offshoot theory, favorite tinfoil hat oh, theory? Man. Something that like you still think about that, like, could this be, could this be real? Could this be the thing? I'll go first so you guys have a second if you want to, if you want to think. I really like the, the mine theory. I really like that where the symbol is like secret mine shafts or something. And it's like, what's turning the water red? It's just mercury. Like, I, I love that theory. Not because it takes away from the supernatural aspect of the show. Because sometimes I like if it's a simple answer to a question. It doesn't always have to be the most complex thing to be interesting. And so if there is this mine shaft that they can find, and it would make sense in a season three, if they needed to find a new shelter, they found some mines, you know. I just like it. I don't know. Something it feels right in my brain, that theory.
4: Well, as uh I was preparing for this podcast by I, I went back to the to the Yellow Jackets Reddit mm-hmm. and I was like, people are still talking, they're still shouting theories. To, like, I'm sure Halloween, day. they popped off. Yeah, it was a big big thing. But they're like, okay, so the fire. When you get the fire, you maybe you we're going to find bodies underneath the cabin. And then that's going to lead to tunnels. And tunnels, did you know that yellow jackets, like very underground and that's oh, yeah. where they live yep. and so like like that whole thing so I think there's definitely something there in terms of like I'm very into like the lore of the cabin but I am obsessed I will always forever be obsessed with the symbol like what does the symbol mean How, is it a map yeah. Is remember when we were trying to like map it out like this is the peak of the peak of yeah, the mountain yeah like there. Um, in season I... one i've done
3: a Reddit one that's like it's like a device it's like a compass device that i'm still not entirely over that's yeah like yeah,
0: compass,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. i think like i will be a sucker for any of those theories you want to talk to me about the symbol i'll talk i'll talk for days about yeah.
0: it yeah it feels very like lost in with the numbers right like what do the numbers mm. mean it feels very much like what does the symbol mean
4: what if the uh, symbol is the numbers
0: what if the symbol is the numbers i don't know you could make numbers oh the head is a zero yeah um it's possible
3: i i agree with you that i think that the symbol is the most intriguing like mystery left on the board and like i think it's the most fun to theorize about but the other big one that like is just it Is the man with no eyes? Is he yeah, yeah. he's He's just there, and I feel like we have literally no information about what he who he is or why he's there. Um, and so that for me, and we know didn't we get a Tisa's flashback scene where she sees her? Like it's like a flashback to the flashbacks, like it's It's her grandmother
0: is dying and sees him in the mirror or something, and she also sees him. That's when
3: she was was creepy. Yeah, so that to me is like
0: super intriguing. Uh, I
3: would love to get more information on this next season. I kind of added just to the thing I put like theories you need an answer to by next season. I don't need an answer to this, but like I need more information than I have. What
0: do I need an answer to? I mean, a big one that I think a lot of us want to know is like what happened with Van and Ty the night that Ty turned into Isa in the modern day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think a lot of us like need to know yeah. that.
3: I think the that- Travis stuff too. What happened to Travis in the modern day? I think is, uh or no, we know now. We
0: know now, right? We, we know. Can, yeah, we we know. we know that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. Like, I need. Confirmation on. I mean, the baby stuff is done, so that feels that was like a big one that we. I know the more I was
3: actually just right now like looking up a lot of conspiracy. Like they actually have like answered or like dismissed a lot of things that there was a lot of
4: opportunity for. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I don't need to know. I need to know how they get out of there, but (laughs) I don't know if I need to know next next season because we did get that like scene of them coming off the plane. So I wonder if we will get like just a little bit more further back. I think Mm -hmm. that's how the season started was like with them coming off the plane. We were counting how many people were on the plane and who made it, who didn't. And so um, maybe we'll see a little bit more ahead of that.
0: Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I would actually, to your point, Marissa, I would love to get some scenes of they're rescued, but not adults yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that, you know, they're still teenagers and they just got rescued. I would love more scenes of that because we didn't get a ton of it. But when we did get it, like we saw Lottie being uh, put into the mental institution, mm-hmm. like in the electroshock therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to get more of that. I think the thing that I don't necessarily need answered or that I feel like we have enough of an answer to currently is like the whole Antler Queen situation where yeah. Nat is currently the Antler Queen but it kind of feels like that's a rotating position. Like they, she might be like an elected official, you know uh, you get the seat until the wilderness saves somebody else. And then they are now deemed the antler queen.
4: How are we feeling about pit girl? Is that still a ah,
0: big excellent. question? Yeah. I think us. that I do want answered in season three. I feel like it's time. I feel like it's I time. And I yeah. also, I don't, I mean, Grace, I know you brought it up earlier, like time travel. I, don't particularly think that's this show. Like, I think Pit Girl should and probably will be one of the Yellow Jackets or, like, a new character that we meet in Season 3. Not, like, a time-traveling type of situation.
4: Yeah, it'd be cool to have that answer. So we're not just asking every season. I
0: think the best bet
3: on the board is still, like, Mari, right? Uh, One of the the red Because of the dark
0: hair, people, yeah, yeah, people think Mari, yeah. 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 Um, Yeah, I mean... I've been, I've loved talking about the show. I always will. It it feels like just revisiting it already kind of sparked that little bit of a fire in me that wants to rewatch it now because it's just, there's so much, like this is a show that you can rewatch and notice things you didn't the first two, three times you've watched it. So I cannot wait for season three to come back, hopefully sooner rather than later. Anything else you guys wanted to bring up or add before we wrap things up here?
4: Uh, just- a mention and a reminder of the awesome soundtrack that was throughout all Ugh. of season two. Uh, always good, but always a good look back on as
0: well. Yeah. Zombie, zombie. Did they have that one? Oh, so yeah. good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. 90s heart just loves it. I don't
3: know if you know this, but Elijah Wood is American. I just. What? what?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Get out. No That's
0: kidding. That's it. Wow!
4: Incredible. <laughs> uh, I really hope you cover some more Elijah Wood content.
0: Please, time. yes, please, yes. Whoa. And I, I, my, my favorite thing to think about is like if Grace covers more Elijah Wood content, and every time she's on a podcast about Elijah Wood, she brings yeah. up that story. No, she has yeah. to introduce herself you know. as to.
4: president of the Elijah Wood podcast. Er, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Club. hey,
0: hey Club. yeah. Do you
4: yeah. know that he was in an episode of a show called I'm a Virgo? <laughs> <laughs> destiny, it's it's destiny.
3: And, and he played Jasper at the end of the after party which many he of us might be the cast you know leak for season yes there, although i believe that show did recently get canceled it, it did get did. canceled so, yeah yeah
0: um incredible well before we close out uh we do want to remind everyone one last time that we have a survey poster slash survey 2023 uh that's going to help us greatly if you could just go in do do a little survey do your top 10 we have some other fun questions on there we want your voice to be heard and you know more data equals more correct information or you know math stuff um <laughs> anyway <laughs> i'm not the math one on the podcast we know this are you are you new um i'm not either <laughs> is anyone new I can't do math on podcasts. <laughs> Um, but that's going to do it for Yellow Jacket season two on the 2023 in review podcast. Make sure you're subscribed uh, so that you don't miss a single podcast. PostureCups.com slash 2023 in review. Uh, in the meantime, Marissa, where can people find you and what do you have going on? Uh, well,
4: I am here on the good old Posher Recaps chatting about the Gilded Age with Jason Reed. We are uh, getting into all of the coffee. It's not tea because we're not in Britain, I guess. Um, but Elijah Wood well. might be in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so... We're talking about the, that mess of a show over there on HBO. It's been a good time. Other than that, you can find me on the Former Bird app at Mars Bars m-a-r-c-b-a-r-s where and some other stuff might pop up. Crazy uh, uh, about you and Elijah. Yeah, Wood.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm mostly talking about how Elijah Wood is American. <laughs> <laughs> um uh uh you and i just are talking about full seasons of tv shows every week full spoiler recaps we're going to be talking about colin from accounts this week an australian show that's airing for the first time in here in the u.s the way anyway, i said here i'm not american <laughs> unlike am <electric>. like <laughs> <laughs> uh talking about fargo the crown the curse yellowstone and movies each week with ariel i'm on social media at high from grace
0: you can find me at the Just Sterling. Uh, I'm talking with Grace on Full Spoiler Recaps. That's about all I have going on over here. But over on A Shit Ninety Show's Taught Me, we've wrapped up Freaks and Geeks, and we've started Felicity. So a great time to come on board for our second era. Because that girl Felicity? Felicity. She's my- yeah. I I don't know if you've heard of her but girl has lost her mind. Yeah, yeah. Um well, check the show hair.
4: So, you know, that just means everything.
0: That's what I said, Marissa. <laughs> there is a correlation. As someone who has curly hair, there is a correlation. <laughs> um anyway, uh so yeah, check that out. You can find me at the Just Sterling on Twitter. Uh, and, yeah, become a patron of Posture Recaps so you could chat with us about movies, television, your holiday plans. People love posting photos. I love looking at photos. com slash Patreon is where you can sign up if that's something you're interested in. And, yeah, stay tuned because we have so much more coming this month for 2023 in review to finish out the year reviewing some of our favorite, favorite content. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you on the next one. Have a good one. Bye. Ah.
5: 18 plus.